The opinions expressed on this show do not necessarily reflect those of the owner, staff, or management of this radio station. It's time for Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi. Everyone has learned lessons in life during their lifetime. Some good, some bad. But from everyone, there has been something learned. And now it's time to share that knowledge. It's called Paying It Forward. Here, these lessons learned are then paid forward to you. With you paying it forward too. Josephine put her professional career on hold after the birth of her first child and turned her attention to being a full-time mother. Well, three kids later, Josephine started her own company, MyMomKnowsBest.com and Glovies, but was dismayed by a lack of information that people would share to help entrepreneurs be successful. That's where Paying It Forward was born. This is Paying It Forward on Triggynet.com. And now, here's your host, Josephine Jirasi. Well, good morning, everyone. It's Josephine here. I hope everybody is enjoying this absolutely wonderful summertime. It's so much fun to be with the kids and be off of our regular crazy schedule between school and sports and everything else. So um, I am going to start with, actually, it's Sort of not a business tip because our guest today, Robin Hatcher, is going to have tons of great, great business tips. But I thought I would just share something just for you to think about. And this is more related to personal life as opposed to business. So I was having this great conversation with somebody this morning who actually had gone through a very similar situation as I. You know, it's so strange in life sometimes. I feel like God puts us in certain situations that we kind of just hook up with people for for a certain reason, I really believe that in my heart of hearts. And I was talking, I was picking my girl, my daughter up who had a sleepover last night at a friend's house. And um, I actually was talking to the nanny and I don't know, but for some reason, the nanny had mentioned that her husband had died of a brain tumor. And I looked at her and I was like, oh my God, I had goosebumps because I looked at her and I had this strange, strong sense that it was the same brain tumor my husband had. And as bizarre as it is, it was the same exact brain tumor. And as we were talking about the experience, we were talking and I had said to her, you know what, the one thing when the whole traumatic experience had happened and my husband was diagnosed, the one thing I refused to ask myself was, I refused to ask the question, why? And she looked at me and it was so funny. She said, you know what? You're so right. In business, we are forced to ask the question, why did something not go right? In our personal life, sometimes when things go wrong, we should not ask the question why. Don't ask why, but rather ask, what do you want me to do? What should I do instead? How can I really handle this situation? The flip side of it in business, when something goes wrong, you do have to analyze it. You do have to ask why. And the reason why you have to do that and analyze why you've made a mistake is so you don't make that mistake again. So that's kind of my little inspirational quote today, or maybe I threw a little bit of a business tip in there. But with that, 
I'd like to get started with our show because we have so much information to share with you today. Um, my guest today is Robin Hatcher, and Robin has been a previous guest on our show. It's been over a year because very rarely do I have repeat guests on my show, but when they're really, really good, I'm thrilled to have them come back as a guest, and Robin is one of those guests. So Robin recently wrote um, the book, Standing Ovation, and um, I'm going to bring Robin right on because we have a lot to talk about today. So good morning, Robin. How are you? Good morning, Josephine. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing good, Robin. We're ha- I'm on my end having a little bit of technical difficulties, so I apologize for yeah, that. I that. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so my problem here is it's a little staticky on my side. So please excuse me, my guess, okay. if I if I have um, a little bit of trouble today. Um, but Robin, I welcome back to Paying It Forward. I'm so excited and so thrilled for you. When I got that email from your publicist saying that you came out with a new book, it was called Standing Ovation. Honest to God, Robin, I started standing up and giving you a standing ovation all by myself <laughs> in my office. I am so oh, happy. I love, I love it. I am great, so, so great. happy. Thank you. But, um, Robin, tell my guests a little bit more about your background. You know, let's talk about your previous book. Let's talk about your incredible business. I mean, you really are considered a business coach, right, Robin? Yes, I'm a business coach in the realm of communication specifically. So I work with people on all of their communication issues, be it interpersonal, be it leadership training, uh, stand-up presentations, interviews, all of those things. It's like any face-to-face communication, I'm there to help elevate the person uh, doing it. And so that's, in that instance, I am a business because I go into businesses, I work with business people, I work with entrepreneurs. And, uh, and uh, the one thing, what, so what you asked me is, like, I'm so excited about this, so excited book. About this book. Because it's a culmination, it's a culmination of my journey, of my long journey, winding journey. I know that a lot of there have people had, out there have had similar winding journey winding journeys uh, having started uh, off having started off a very shy child, very shy child to an actress to an actress 30 year 30 year acting career acting career a writer to a writer a writer and a writer writing writing for soap operas here in New York City. here in New York City and then and then as English is the second language is the second language teacher led to falling led me to falling in love communication rather rather than just teaching you know, a lot of people can you know, a lot of people how to talk how to teach people how to teach people how to speak English teaching them how to teaching them how to use the right word use the right word and use the right right syntax and the right grammar and all of that but I realized that I wasn't teaching them how to communicate and what I realized is I put everything together and I realized wow I want to teach these people how to communicate I have all of the information I'm a writer I'm an actor and I'm a teacher let me do this and as I was teaching uh, for years and started taking on clients and looking for, um, it started when I was work, looking, I was teaching in universities and looking for textbooks to use, and I thought, I don't like any of these textbooks. They're dry, they're boring, they're, they're teaching one-of-a-kind information. What can I do to add to the group of books out there? And then it hit me that 
I have a unique perspective because I have done three different careers fully. And what I did was I married all three of those careers and I put this put them all in this book, Standing Ovation Presentations. And I use all of my experience and I it's written as a sort of an analogy of, of, of a screenwriter so people not only learn how to speak and communicate, but they learn a little bit about acting and screenwriting as well. I think this is great. So Robin, I think uh, finally, I don't know if it, my headset was a problem, but thank you for giving your bio. You know, with the first show, I usually do the guest bio, but I was actually having a quadruple echo on my side. So you did oh, a great job. Oh, I can't stand that. Yeah. <laughs> you did a great job. Um, so I'm so happy. So now it seems to be um, better. But Robin, so okay. I am so okay. excited. Yeah, I'm so excited about all of this. So um, let's see. Let's move ahead here. Tell me more about um, the standing ovation, Robin. So what led you to write that second book? Well, it, the, well, the book it itself is actually, my, actually first solo my first solo book. I, um, I, um, so the book itself, so the book as I was, was saying, I really was saying, I really wanted a book that about both about presentation skills in a fun and easily digestible way, and I also wanted a book that talked about the different communication styles that we have, because I wanted people to realize that communication is based on you being consistently authentic with the message, with your body language, with your vocal tone. And our, the way that I'm authentic is going to be completely different than the way you're authentic. And what I did was in my realm of teaching and writing and, and, and acting, I realized that people come fall into similar types and groups of types with similar characteristics and qualities and values. And, and so I identified nine different communication styles. So I wanted a book that was going to address those nine styles let people discover what their style is and maybe look at some of the qualities that are part of their style and see if some of them want to be tweaked or elevated or optimized and maybe some of them need to be minimized in order for them to be a more effective communicator in the realm that they are in. And that's okay. what led me to writing this book. To, to, yeah. I think this is great. So, Robin, we're going to come up on a break in just a little while here. Do you think we can go through the different um, types and styles? So our listeners right now, within the next, you know, 45 minutes, the remainder of our show, can try to figure out what their style is? Sure. Sure. You want to do it after the break? Yeah, I think that that would be really great. And then um, I'm curious to even figure out my style, Robin, but is there any way that somebody ends up being two styles? Oh, yes. And oh, what, yes. And I have what, a quiz I have on my website. I go to my website, There's a link to my actor type. Of your actor type. And it is quick quiz. It is a quick quiz. It's nine questions. And when you take it out, you read out a top type. Then it gives you the where you come back and then your second and your 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 other your types, your other types that are in there. So people are usually a combination of, of a couple of types, one being a dominant type, and what I call, uh, and what I call 
dominant dominant and default. I mean, that's where you fall into that. That's the that's easily easily use the most. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. Is it your most effective type? But that's your default type. Well, this sounds great. So we're going to take a break really soon now. But Robin, the best part of this whole book, Standing Ovation, that I think is ironic is that you were actually a very shy person when you were younger. And here you are giving major presentations and doing an awesome job. So I am so proud of you. And we're going to take a quick break and we'll be back shortly, everyone. Thanks so much. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright. Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Join us every Monday at 10 a.m. Central for the Johnny Rowland News, Guns, and Motorsports radio show with commentary about current events, guns, shooting, and firearms issues, automotive and motorsports features, and special music presentations. Johnny is recognized as an international firearms authority and ballistic engineer, as well as an accomplished and widely recognized automotive designer and longtime TV and radio host. This program draws on Johnny's experience in shooting, motorsports, and as a professional entertainer musician. Don't miss Johnny Roland News, Guns, and Motorsports. Infotainment at its best. Trust us on this one. It's a fun show. Every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Central, right here on the Toginet Radio Network. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi on Toginet.com. Robin Hatcher on with us today. So, Robin, let's start with the group type. Right. So, what's the first style of a uh, of, of presentation? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, they're called they're called 
the plan works with their their types that you'll see in movies and television, and they're and and it's also mixed with archetypes. You know, it's like we we've heard so much and learned so much about archetypes, and I find archetypes all over the place. So my actor types are nine, and none and none of them are better or worse than the other, and a lot of people have judgments about them because of what they know. But I will start with the hero, and the hero is usually when you turn on a movie or realize that you realize because they walk in the room, they walk in the camera, zooms in on them, and on them, bigger than life, bigger than life, and they have wonderful, they're charismatic, charismatic, and everybody around them wants to be around them. So that's the hero. So that's the hero character. They're charismatic. They're personable, well spoken, all of that great stuff. And the thing that I talk about in Casey, maybe you need to turn up the volume on my end. Can you hear me? Can I go on?
right now it's like, okay, I think we're going to just go, I, they they have tunes playing now, so if we have to even record another 15 minutes or something at another time, we can do that. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry this is so stressful on my part. Yeah. But that's why, you know, I always do the bios and everything. I couldn't even do the bios, so... Mm-hmm. I think you gave a nice background of everything that you that you did. I mm-hmm. just I wasn't able to hear what you were The show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here, and we have an amazing guest today, Robin Hatcher. And we're talking about her new book, Standing Ovation. As everybody knows, when you have a business... It is so, so important to make sure you have incredible presentation skills. And I'll tell you, when I met Robin at a networking event, right away I knew she was somebody important because her appearance was impeccable and she had a sense of control about herself that you knew she was in command. And 
as I was saying before the last break, it's just so ironic to me that Robin describes herself as a shy, she was a shy person growing up because, trust me, if you were ever to meet Robin or watch her give a presentation, you'll never get that impression because she, she does an amazing job. So I'm so excited about her book, Standing Ovation. So this is truly a book that you're going to want to read and have for a really long time. Um, so before break, Robin was explaining to us that there are um, nine different actor types and uh, let's see, she talked about the hero, which is one of the types. So back to you, Robin. Let's see. Thanks, Josephine. Thanks so much. And the hero, as I said, I, she, they have, she <laughs> or he has all of these great characteristics. And in my book, what I really strive to do is like with every great characteristic, there is what I call a fatal flaw or several fatal flaws that you can okay. fall into. And um, for example, like when you see heroes in the movie, and this is this is information and knowledge that I, I come, I take with me from my screenwriting. You know, when you are writing a screenplay, one of the first things they ask is about the hero's journey. The hero has to take a journey, and so they need a fatal flaw, a fatal flaw, so that they can overcome that fatal flaw. However, sometimes mm-hmm. in our in our businesses, we look at our fatal flaws, and I know you were talking about that earlier is that, you know, where are your fatal flaws and how can you keep them from interfering with your life and your presentation and your effectiveness as a communicator and as a business owner? So, so, Robin, can I just ask you a quick question? Can you give us an example of a fatal flaw? Yes. So for the hero, and and everybody has their fatal flaws, the hero has all this charisma and all this wonderful, wonderfulness, what happens with heroes occasionally is that they will fall back and rely on their charisma. They'll rely on their charm. They'll rely on their their facility with words and not dig deep enough to engage with your listener to show some vulnerability. And those are that's that's what a fatal flaw of a hero is. And, I, and, and as I go through, I'll list some of the fatal flaws of each of the types. And so what what will happen is that the hero then can come off as being slick or being glib or being unapproachable. So it's it's actually a good thing, Robin, to show your vulnerability at times? I believe it's very important to show vulnerability, and that doesn't mean to weep in front of your your clients. Your vulnerability is your... is what makes you special in my eyes. It's like, is to really show that, you know, I'm not perfect. I've learned. That's one of the, one of the things that helps me in my coaching is, as you mentioned, the fact that I wasn't always like this. I was so shy. I I couldn't open my mouth. It was painful. And not to, not to say that that doesn't, sometimes that person will overcome me to this day. Okay. And so so you can mitigate and minimize your fatal flaws. You may not get rid of them completely, and that's okay. Yeah. What, I what think... you need to know is how to call on the skills that you need when you need them. Oh, and that's great. what I teach people to do is to this really is exercise the muscles of the skills that you need so that Perfect. they are there when you're needed. Well, I can't believe we're up on another quick break, but we'll be back shortly, everybody. We got everything down pat now. Stay with us, everyone. We have Robin Hatcher with us. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi right after these on toginet.com. Are you happy with your life? 
Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Be sure to register your copy of SAM at www.spatialaudio.com. You'll feel warm and squishy inside once you do. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine. So we have lots to talk about, and we're going to talk really fast. So, Robin, before we get started, could you please tell all my listeners how they can get this incredible book that you wrote, Standing Ovation? Yes, you can get Standing Ovation, and the full title is Standing Ovation Presentations, and it's on Amazon.com, and it's on BarnesandNoble.com. So please just go in and get your copy it's an easy, fun, fast read. Some people have called it a primer for public speaking. You know, you get it's a it's yeah. a fun read. So okay. that's how you can get it. And you can go to my website and take the actor type quiz to find out what type you are, mm-hmm. and uh, discover your actor type and answer honestly, please, because it's really helpful in this world as a business person of personal branding to really find out what your brand is, okay. and. Um, so we can quickly go through the rest of the, the types. And so I've talked about the hero. One of the other types is the, the buddy, which is another very popular kind. That, that buddy, if you think of Seth Rogen, you think of those, those, those people that just really are lovable and like to be liked and like to please and, and go the extra mile for your clients and customers. Those are great, great qualities. That's what a buddy is. And that's a, okay. a lot of entrepreneurs, especially a lot of female entrepreneurs, are great at being a buddy. And the downside of the fatal flaw of the buddy is the fact that they can be so nice that they don't ask for business. They can be so sweet that they don't command attention or command respect. So that's one of the fatal flaws that can be, when I work with a buddy type, I will give them skills and techniques from a hero or my other types, like a superhero, that they can then use in certain situations. It's not going to erase the buddiness of you, but it's going to give you some strength and some power behind you. And that's one of the things that I do. Just in the way that you stand, the way you use your voice, those oh, yeah. are things that you can do to mitigate any of the fatal flaws of the buddy. And it's so and it's, funny. Mm-hmm. When I saw you up on stage, Robin, yeah. I could just, you had a command of that audience. I couldn't <laughs> believe it. And I was looking around at all of the women, and I'm saying to myself, I can't believe how engaging Robin is up there. And you would think that you you just had, 
you had the audience with you the whole time. And oh, that's great to hear. Yeah. No, but it, it really is great. So, all right, tell us a little more about the superhero. The superhero is fun, and a lot of entrepreneurs are superheroes. And when you think of the superheroes, is is the type of person that bursts into the room and say, "What can I do?" You know, it's like with a superhero, it's like, "What can I fix? Who can I help?" That intensity, like there's an intensity about superheroes, and that intensity is about righting wrongs and and making things right and fixing things. And those are great qualities to have for an entrepreneur. And of course, the fatal flaw of the superhero is that they can be so intense that they scare people, they can be so so dogged about righting wrongs that they may be trying to right something that's really not wrong. You know, it's like that sort of Don Quixote syndrome, I'm going to fight, 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 fight. It's like, you know what, you don't have to fight here. Mm-hmm. And so that's one of the things that superheroes need to be conscious of. And the other thing is that they can be very judgmental about people who are not as passionate and as intense as they are. And um, so that's our superhero, which, are, which is fun. And another type. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now we're up to the fourth type, I think, Robin. Yeah, right? one we of the have fourth the hero, types is, the, the buddy and is the also. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we've got the whiz kid. The whiz kid is a fun type. The whiz kid is those. You know, it's like one of the most popular shows right now is the Big Bang Theory. Those are the whiz kids. Are the really intelligent, uh, very technical. Those people that know a lot of information, and they okay. love information, and they love research. And they love to talk about it. Mm-hmm. And of course, one of the problems with, I keep saying of course, which is not of course at all, but one of the issues with a whiz kid is that they become data dumpers. They give you all the information whether you want it or not. So you really want to be careful if you're a whiz kid to suss out your listener or your audience to really find out what is going to be engaging to them and to sparse out, parse out the information so that it's palatable, so that it is engaging, so that it's interesting to the listener and not just dumping it on because you lo- know it and you love it. Yeah, so that's so important. And I guess probably one of the most important things about the whiz kids is that they have to really learn to be a good listener. Exactly. Yeah, listening is really important for whiz kids. And picking up on social nuance. I think one of the the issues with a lot of whiz kids is that they don't pick up on other people's body language, other people's uh, discomfort. And that is something that you really need to train yourself to do. You need to look in people's eyes to see when they start to glaze over. You need to look at, and I have a video on online on my website you can find, you have to look at people's feet. People's feet will tell you where you want they want to go, and you want to look at people's feet. If they're pointing away from you, they want to leave. Pay attention to that. Pay attention to people sighing. Pay, pay attention to people looking away. Those kind of things that whiz kids need to be more aware of. Tell us about the feet, Robin. Um, <laughs> tell us about I have no idea. So what do we look for in their feet? Well, and when a person is engaged with you, their feet will be pointing towards you mostly, or they will be open. They're open so that they include you between the space of their feet. What okay. you will notice, and I give this tip as when people are networking, if there's somebody in a crowd and they're talking, if their feet are uh, pointing towards each other, they are very engrossed in that conversation, and it's probably not a group that you can infiltrate. However, if you see several members of that group with one foot open out, 
they're much more open. You can go in and talk to those people. And uh, subsequently, it's, it's, it's a psychological, neurological fact that people want to be where their feet are. And so when you look down and somebody is, you're talking to has their feet towards the door, it's usually an indication, and nothing is like 100%, but it's usually an indication that they would like to be out that door. So you really oh, want to pay attention to, uh, to those kind of things and cut it short. Oh, this is so interesting. And, Robin, I'm going to a networking event in Manhattan tonight, so I'm going to try that out. That's so yes, funny. Right. That's so funny. All right, so now we're going on to type number five, Robin. Yes. We have type the hero, number... the buddy, the superhero, the whiz kid, type number five. Type number five, I'm going to break out the villain. And a lot of people might wonder, how could a villain be an effective communication style? But villains are the anti-hero, and villains have the same qualities as the hero. They are very charismatic. They get people's attention when they walk in a room. Their attention is slightly different. Like, so you don't know with a villain whether you should laugh or be scared. And so that is a great, powerful quality. And when, when, when people have that innately and work it, it can be very effective. Villains do not move a lot. They don't smile a lot. And they have a very wry, dry sense of humor. And if, you, if that's you, it's, it's great. Use it. They have a nice, booming voice, a strong voice. And the thing is, with the, the villain, it can be abused because people can be scared of that. What you then need to do is you need to soften at in some areas, make sure the ride joke is appropriate. Make sure that you are owning that villain because you want to share something with that other person. You know, when you think about the Batman with Heath Ledger, Heath Ledger was a great villain, and he was a kind of villain that you wanted to love. And that's oh, where, when you're a great villain presenter and effective communicator, you have that quality of like, yeah, I know he's a villain, but I just love him. And <laughs> that's great. But what's the problem of uh, the villain? The villain is, can be so overly intense and play. And, and for example, I give this example in my book, in that I had a, I was at a presentation with, with a villain presenter, and he his voice was so bombastic all of the time and so strong, so that it sounded like. He was yelling at the audience the entire oh, time. Okay. So that becomes a turnoff. You okay. need to, if you have that quality, you need to know how to modulate it, pull it back at times, and let another part of you come shine through a, a, sometimes. Great. Okay, let's go to type number six. Type number six will, call, will go to the comic. The comic is... You know, you think of Will Ferrell, you think of somebody who stands up and just you look at them and you want to laugh. You want to okay. smile. You want to enjoy them. They're just funny people. They don't even have to open their mouth and you know that they're funny. <laughs> I love they, Jerry Seinfeld, so I'll forgive yes. him. Yes, he just you know, looks just, uh, at you. He yeah. gets up on stage, Robin. He'll yeah. put his both hands out, like, <laughs> and he'll just look at you and shrug his shoulders up and he's got yeah. everybody laughing. Exactly. Exactly. It's so, it's, it's this, this innate quality that people have, and it's wonderful. And it's funny because all comedians don't have that quality in person. So it's right. like the comic person and the comic actor type, that's who they are. They stand up, and that's what it is. And, and it's great, and people love to laugh, and people love comics. 
And the fatal flaw for the comic is to know the difference between being a comic and being serious. And because what will happen is people will then give this whole comic thing and there's no substance there. And you'll leave part of the audience like, are they laughing at me? Are they laughing with me? Do they have any weight? Do, are, do they take themselves seriously? Do they take the information seriously enough for me? So that's, a, that's the fatal flaw of the comic, of really being able to have substantive information and not to make light of everything because it can, can come back and bite you. Great. That's a great point. So, Robin, let's talk about number seven then, type number, number seven. Number seven is the innocent or ingenue. The innocent ingenue is the type that is very sweet, very optimistic. They, they know they, there's nothing that can shoot them down. If you think of anybody who is a fan of 30 Rock, there's Kenneth from, from 30 Rock who, you know, he's always sunny, and no matter what happens, things are great. They tend to be, uh, have a softer voice and softer presence and uh, sort of girlish or boyish. That's why it's called the innocent. And the fatal flaw there is that people are not used to taking orders or feeling compelled or feeling engaged by someone with that type. So okay. it, it is a struggle in order for you to sound power, be, seem powerful, seem effective, or seem like a leader. And and so that's one of the one of the types that I will usually coach to develop some more hero qualities so that they can be taken a little bit more seriously. Perfect. Okay, let's go to type number eight. Type number eight is our supermodel sex symbol, <laughs> mm. and you can imagine what that is. A supermodel. Uh, uh, when you think of a supermodel, it's all about the looks. They look great. They always look great. To the, the, the minute part of them looks fantastic, and they care so much about the fact that they look great. And those are really great qualities because when I teach and in my book, I stress often that the visual message is one of the strongest messages in any communication. So it's really important to look great. Yeah, I think you're so right, and mm -hmm. I'm sure that there's a fatal flaw to that because... Oh, yeah. (laughs) But meanwhile, we're coming up to... guess what it is? Substance, the lack of substance again, maybe. Yes, exactly. Okay, perfect. So we'll be right back with Robin Hatcher. Hang in there, everybody. We have another full segment coming up. Hang in there. We'll be right back with more Paying It Forward with Josephine Girasi right after these on Toginet.com. What's ideal for you? Really, what's ideal for you? Being who you are, doing what you love, and getting out and about with friends. What's ideal for you? With your host, Janice Christopher, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central here on the Rockstar Radio Network. And it all starts with Janice doing just that. Then being open, curious, authentic, and living her life on a quest to discover everything that could possibly make life ideal. Check out the website, whatsidealforyou.com. Studies have shown that 80% of Americans, and probably everyone else, too, dislike their work. 80%. 
The mission, then, is to turn that passion statistic around to show how it is possible to live your passions and make a living or live your passions so that you'll be able to mush through your job until you can change it and watch life's magic begin to happen. It's What's Ideal for You with your host, Janice Christopher, Tuesday evenings at 7 p.m. Central on the Rockstar Radio Network. Have you been laid off? Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search, physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective, all must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on Toginet.com. Welcome back to Paying It Forward, the show dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful as we discuss accomplishments, lessons learned, and sharing those ideas. Now, let's get back to Paying It Forward with Josephine Jirasi on toginet.com. Well, welcome back, everyone. It's Josephine here. We have Robin Hatcher, who's, you know, an author and a business owner. Robin, one more time, uh, let's tell my listeners how they can reach you if they have a question, they want to send you an email, how they can get to your website if they'd like to um, know more information about your coaching services. Great. Yes. Please reach out to me. My website is www.speakepc, one word, dot com, speakepc.com. And you can email me at robin at robin with a Y at speakepc.com. And I'm starting a teleseries in August. And I would like to offer your guests the first seven emails that I get that say teleseries, paying it forward will get free admission to the August teleseries seminars where I will talk in depth about, it's a live teleseminar where I'll talk in depth about how you can work on your actor type. Okay, that's wonderful. Thank you for offering that to us. And I'm sure you're going to get a lot of emails about that, Robin. So <laughs> that's perfect. All right. So, Robin, let's just wrap up. We only have, we were talking about the supermodel type. Mm-hmm. And we, right before break, we said that there was a fatal floor, and you shot the question out there, and I said the fatal floor of a supermodel is probably substance, and you said I was right. Correct. Correct. (laughs) Tell us a little more about that. (laughs) Yes, a supermodel is usually so polished and so perfect looking that as important as visual is to communication, people will then say, well, if they'll go to that old adage, you can't you can join a you know, it's all all looks and, and no substance. So yeah, you have to if you're really a supermodel that's wonderful, but you have to mix in statistics, you have to mix in facts, you have to make a weighty communication so that people are not going to brush you off as just a pretty face. Great. I love that and I think you're hundred percent right. I agree with that. Okay, let's talk about the very last 
The last is is kind of a, is a fun favorite of mine, simply because I love the name. But it's called yeah. it's a curmudgeon. The curmudgeon mm-hmm. is that character. When I think of the curmudgeon, I think of Walter Matthau and and in Columbo, those type of people who really don't. They've been in the business. Some of them have been in the business a long time. They're crusty. They know what they're talking about, but they really could care less about appearance care less about standards, care less about rules. They just want to either go in and help the customer, and they don't want to talk a lot. They don't like a lot of small talk. These are the, the, the kind of, of people that just do the facts and the information and all of that. And so they're lovable when you get to know them. However, what happens with the curmudgeon is they're so stuck in their ways that it can be really difficult to get in there and find the engaging part of them. So those are the kind of people that I will coach to work on some of the small talk skills, to really to, to work on being a little bit more polished, borrow some things from the superhero, I mean the supermodel, and all of that, <laughs> that stuff. And, you know, it's like it's fun because I sat next to some uh, guy who's a teacher and he said, you know, I aspire to be a curmudgeon. <laughs> <laughs> Robin, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something funny. So my example of a curmudgeon, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. So years ago, my first husband's um, doctor, what a sweet, incredible doctor. He was so skilled. Anytime there was an issue or a problem, he pegged it. He put his finger right on it. He yeah. was a brilliant, smart, smart man. Can I just tell you, he was monotone. Yep. He had such a dry sense of humor. <laughs> and you would just look at him, and he, even if he was giving you a compliment, it was all monotone, right? <laughs> so just that is about textbook. Two, it was so funny. Just about two weeks ago, ironic enough, he lives in Manhattan. I live on Long Island. I met his daughter-in-law here locally. It was just so funny. And she was oh. talking about her father-in-law. I said, I adore him. He's such a wonderful man. And she said, yeah, but he has such a dry sense of humor. <laughs> he is an elder, you know, he's like 75 years old yeah. or something, right? And she said, why don't you just retire? He said, why would I retire? <laughs> this is what I do for a living. Oh, and she said, so but funny. what young person is going to you to be a doctor? <laughs> like, exactly what you said about the curmudgeon. That's exactly. It, he's a textbook case. That's Robin, if you go into his office right now, trust me, the same pictures that are in his office today are the same pictures he decorated his office in 40 years ago. So what do you think the sister-in-law did? She turned to her father-in-law, why don't you retire? He said, no. He said, why do I need to? She said, no young person's coming to you. And he said, well, who needs them to come to me? (laughs) Who do you think is going to him? Other curmudgeons. Right, 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 right. How funny is that? But now if he comes to Robin Hatcher, Robin (laughs) Hatcher can change him from a curmudgeon. Right. And he can get a whole nother client base. So anyway, that's my own little, Yeah, that's hysterical. Yeah, it's very tough. It's very tough. So anyway. All right, Robin, now that we got our nine types, I would love to ask you a few questions. Mm -hmm. My first question to you is, what actor type do you encounter the most and where? Right. The the most common will turn up would be the hero because I'm dealing with business people and entrepreneurs that they will be that hero type, hero slash buddy, which is actually where I fall in, hero slash buddy. However, 
What I find interesting is people taking the quiz, like I said, you can go online and take the quiz. That first question is very pivotal, pivotal, and a lot of people will answer that question the way that they want to be seen rather than the way that they actually are seen. So when, if right. you take the quiz, I really would, would beg you to look at that question and think, okay, what do other people see in me, not what I want to be seen? So, yes, there are a lot of heroes. There are a lot of buddies. Robin, you know what? Mm -hmm. Can I just say, I think you bring up such a good point. You had mentioned it earlier. You said it's so important to be honest. Mm -hmm. And I bet you it's probably unintentional for us to, maybe we think we're being honest, but we're not. I bet you one of the best things you can do is really turn to, like, a business associate. Mm -hmm. Maybe not somebody you would consider a friend, but kind of like an arm's length business associate, that you could turn to them and ask them, honestly, how do you think people perceive me? Right. And maybe that's that's even a better way. I love that. That's an exercise when I do live workshops. One of the exercises I will often do is give people an index card and go up and they'll be with a partner who's a complete stranger, and then I'll ask them to write down three adjectives about that person. Oh, that's that's such a great idea. You know, so those are the, because it's very important to have that objectivity. Yeah. Okay, perfect. So, And then, of course, right. I, I work with a lot of financial advisors, and uh, there you will find a lot of whiz kids. <laughs> oh, so. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. That's so, okay, great. So, all right. Now, let me see. I have another question written down here. Is any one actor type more effective than another at making presentations? My guess at that is the hero is probably the best. Right. The hero is usually the best of a of a presentation. And now the thing with the hero, a lot of people will have hero qualities legitimately but have not completely stepped into the role of a hero. And that is a, that's a huge issue that I see time and time again. So you either have the hero that doesn't have the vulnerability or you have the hero that hasn't quite owned and optimized those hero qualities. So those hero presenters can be just as boring as some of the other types because they haven't really unleashed all of their hero-ness. <laughs> okay, so yeah. And so for me, a lot of times the superheroes are super effective at presenters. If, if you're persuading somebody. Heroes are great at engaging. Superheroes are great at persuasive presentations. Oh, that's a great point. Okay. okay. How about this? Why is it important to know your actor type? How does the book help readers do better knowing their actor type? It is so important. Knowing your actor type is like you talked about doctors. It's like getting at the right diagnosis at a doctor's office you walk in, it's like, oh, now I know what I have to work with. Let's right. see how it works. You know, it's like if you don't get the right diagnosis or if you don't have the right ingredients for a recipe, you're you're not going to make the best product and you're not going to get the best help from your doctor. So that's why it's really important to know your type so then you can say, okay, this is what I want to use. This is what I want to lose. And this is how I'm coming off. So this is how, when I'm talking to this particular type of person, this is the part of me that I have to show versus another part of me because this is going to be more effective in this situation. Great. And it's not to say, and this is something I need to point out, because a lot of times when you get the actor type, it's not to say, oh, this is who I am, 
deal with it. You know, you get yeah. to know your ingredients. So you don't go to a doctor and say, okay, you have this. It's like, and they say, oh, okay, fine. No, if you have something that can be corrected, can be fixed, can be cured, yes, you're going you're gonna to do it. If you go to a tailor and something can be adjusted, you're going to get it adjusted. Oh, so that's that, perfect. Yeah, that was yeah. my next question. Can actors mm-hmm. type, can people's actor types change? And the answer is yes. Yes. It, 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 you really want to devote some time to acting as if you're using, so that's why I give you the qualities and the skill sets of the tools from maybe another actor type to try on. And once you start trying them on and start using them, like it's sort of like a muscle memory. You start using, you start speaking as with the voice of a hero. You start gesturing with the voice of a superhero. If you continually do that, that muscle gets built, and then that becomes a tool that you can pull out when it's needed. Oh, this is perfect. Okay, Robin, we're just closing up on our show now, but I'm going to throw this question out to you really, really quickly. So tell me, Robin, who is a character type in business that you would really look up to? I know my answer is Steve Jobs. I thought he was an amazing, incredible person. Right. You know who I love right now, and I just saw him recently, is Simon Sinek. He wrote the book, Start With Why, and he has a great website. And I saw him speak at an event, and I feel like he's a wonderful business person in the fact that he cares so intently about the why and the reason and the neuroscience behind why people buy and what people do. All right, so that's another book, Robin, that we need to get. And meanwhile, Mm -hmm. here we go. We're up on our close, but Robin, I want to thank you so very much for being a part of Paying It Forward, and Robin, we're going to have you back again, because I love having you on the show. Thanks, Robin. Thank you, Josephine. (laughs) Yay. That was a lot of fun, and everybody, don't forget to go to Robin's website and check out your character type. Have a wonderful, productive week, and I'll see everybody again next week on Paying It Forward. Thanks, everyone. With Josephine Jirasi on Toginet.com. This show is dedicated to helping every entrepreneur be more successful. Each week we'll be discussing accomplishments, lessons,